Our fellow shoe junkies, history nerds, and podcast lovers, welcome to this episode of the Immortal Souls Podcast. And please, don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review if you like what we do. William Dudley, an immigrant shoemaker, established his footwear business in the basement of his Newark, New Jersey home in 1850. William Dudley was a master craftsman who had been schooled in the classic tradition of English shoemaking. The William J. Dudley Shoe Company specialized in quality, highly durable work shoes for men, women, and children. In 1850, that same year his shoe company was founded, Dudley offered to craft a pair of shoes for the then U.S. President Millard Fillmore. The president graciously accepted, and a tradition was born. A shoe has been specifically designed by the company Dudley started for every president since Millard Fillmore, all the way through Donald J. Trump. You've probably never heard of the William J. Dudley Shoe Company, despite its storied history of presidential footwear. That's because in 1880, Newark businessman James Johnston joined the company as Dudley's partner. In 1881, founder William Dudley died, and Johnston assumed control of the company under a new name, the James Johnston Company. In 1884, William A. Murphy, another prominent Newark businessman from a distinguished family, was intrigued by the success of Johnston's local shoe company. A partnership was formed and the company became known as Johnston & Murphy. In 1895, Murphy sold his interest in the company to Herbert P. Gleason, a former top salesman of the company. Gleason knew the value of a recognized brand name and decided to keep the Johnston & Murphy name. In the 1920s, Gleason's son, George Gleason, coined the company's first slogan, the best shoes anybody can buy. He also developed a series of, quote, handsome lifestyle advertisements and ran campaigns in high-profile magazines such as Vanity Fair and the Saturday Evening Post. Many of these ads featured the Country Club series, a line of golf shoes, which became one of Johnston & Murphy's most popular. However, Johnston & Murphy, as it's known today, is likely most known, historically, for its run of presidential shoe models. And now, a few presidential footwear facts. While there is not a complete list of the sizes of our past president's feet, some of them are actually available. Of the first 15 presidents, the shoe sizes are known for two of them. There's George Washington, who wore a size 13, and Thomas Jefferson, whose feet were slightly smaller, at 12 and a half. Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president, the largest foot of any U.S. president wearing a size 14 shoe. Wow. 
This was the largest documented shoe produced since Johnson & Murphy began its presidential footwear program. During Ulysses S. Grant's term starting in 1869, he requested that William Dudley craft knee-high riding boots. The original last, or the wooden frames that helped determine the shape and size of the shoes used to make President Grant's boots, are still in existence and periodically put on display by Johnston and Murphy. While in office from 1877 to 1881, Rutherford B. Hayes wore a diminutive size 7. He had reportedly the smallest foot of any U.S. president. Before being assassinated in 1881, James Garfield selected a pair of black plain-toe boots, but was never able to receive the completed shoes. Grover Cleveland, along with Woodrow Wilson, Franklin Roosevelt, and Harry Truman, wore a size 9. In 1901, Teddy Roosevelt broke a little way from tradition true to his form when he had size nine and a half cap-toe lace-up chuck-a-boots designed for him, which looked more suited for the country's national parks and hiking trails than the Oval Office. A dapper sort, Woodrow Wilson requested size nine white buckskin cap-toe lace-ups, better known as bucks. Herbert Hoover requested his shoes in a size 11 and a half double-A, the narrowest ever created for a president by Johnston and Murphy. Harry Truman was the first president to select a true classic, a size 9 black cap toe. This timeless Oxford has also been the choice of many other presidents, including Dwight Eisenhower, who wore 10 and a half, Ronald Reagan, who also wore 10 and a half, George H.W. Bush with a size 11, Bill Clinton at size 13, and George W. Bush at size 10 and a half. Truman also maintains the reputation of possessing one of the largest, stylish, and unique collection of dress shoes among all presidents to this day, possessing around 100 pair of shoes. John F. Kennedy maintained his image as a sharp dresser by donning a traditional black wingtip in size 10. Ich bin ein Berliner. Richard Nixon followed in Kennedy's footsteps by making the same selection. Nixon wore his Johnston & Murphy shoes so often, he sent them back to the company to be resold. Well, I'm not a crook. I've earned everything I've got. Lyndon Johnson needed specially designed shoes to accommodate the difference between his right foot, which was a size 11C, and his left foot, which was a size 11.5C. During his presidency, Johnston and Murphy made several pairs of shoes for him, including a black plain-toe slip-on and a chestnut-colored five-eyelet lace-up. Gerald Ford's selection of a size 10D slip-on tassel chuck-a-boot crafted from soft brown leather was a sign of the times. Style trends in the 70s, even in the White House, veered from the traditions of the 40s, 50s, and the 60s. When Bill Clinton won the election in 1993, Johnston and Murphy crafted him a size 13D classic black cap toe lace-up shoe, as well 
as a swanky pair of blue suede shoes in recognition of Clinton's love of playing the saxophone. In 2001, Johnston and Murphy made President George W. Bush a sophisticated dress Oxford, a six-eyelet, straight-tip, cap-toe, ball Oxford in black Italian calfskin in a size 10.5E, very similar to his father's selection in 1989. It's fooled me once. Shame on... Shame on you. In addition to the size 12 black runoff Oxfords handcrafted for President Obama in 2009, a pair of boots inspired by the pair the company had custom made for Abraham Lincoln in 1861 was also created for President Obama. The current president, Donald Trump, is rumored to prefer shoes with a lift, or with a slightly taller heel to give himself a little extra height. But who really knows? Big league. Big league. Big league. Beat her, big league. Big league. Big league. And I think we're going to make it big league. Big league. Big league. And that's what's happened, big league. Big league. Big league. And we're going to win big league. Big league. Big league. Thinking about presidential shoes, we naturally wonder, did any presidents also have sneaker heat in their closets? The answer? Not really. At least, not that is easily discoverable. Really, sneaker culture has only been around for a few decades, which limits the number of presidents who even had a chance to rock real street heat. There are a few instances of presidents being spotted in Air Max 90s various models of New Balance and Asics running shoes, as well as models of Jordans that are, how should we say, some of the less-than-classic silhouettes the Jordan brand has put out. Extensive online research has not turned up much more than these results, but please let us know if any of you listeners know of any presidents whose sneaker game was on point. This is the Immortal Souls Podcast, signing off.